Yeah, that's not a newborn. So it's like eight months. Okay. Uh, no, I guess not newborn, but it, are they a toddler yet? It's a, it's a wee toddler. Toddlers, your mom's a fat teacher. Shouldn't you know that? No, I, I, do I call my mom? Yeah. So what's in between a newborn and a toddler? I don't think there's anything. If you go from a newborn to a toddler, which is bullshit. Maybe. It's just a baby. Oh, or is it an infant? It's an infant. But I think an infant is a newborn. Like, I would call a newborn an infant. Well, I think a newborn newborn is like i would say like the first one to eight weeks two months that yeah that 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 plays they're all fucking babies bro. they're all babies <laughs> like i don't know why you're thinking about this so when do you stop becoming a baby though dude you become a toddler well you've never stopped adam that. when is that that's the question I, I think i think like once you become a toddler yeah when Wait, is this baby a toddler she's like eight months old is it isn't like the whole point like when the, when they really start like walking and talking? I, in my mind, a toddler can kind of like can crawl for sure. Maybe start taking like standing up a little bit. No, I think I think a toddler needs to toddle around. You know, it needs to be, it needs to be very yeah, it needs to be mobile. Thank you. It, it it can't just be like it can't be like you know like a newborn uh, fucking Bambi just like shaking around it it needs to know how to toddle bro i think new inf, no newborns can't hold their head up infants can hold their head up but can't walk yet or crawl really and then as soon as they become self um moving they can self mobile then they're a toddler and then when they start talking and being a pain in my balls they're a fucking why no they're still a toddler to, dude toddler's a large category why no i think so that you're annoying. making the i think you're making it a bigger bigger category than when do you stop being a toddler it's like none you of stop us being a toddler i think when when you go to like when why you're like preschool yeah right when you start going to school yeah you know, it's just like we don't have babies so why does it matter because <laughs> this baby is the reason we need the fucking dog back we don't have it all comes back to lou dollars <laughs> we don't have any infants we don't have any newborns should this just be our cold open and it's just like yeah, <laughs> you're debating it for absolutely no fucking reason. Oh, are you guys finished? That's our cold open. Welcome to Waking Up Woke. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about how I'm going to be the best. Di- I would be the best dictator of the world. When we're going to go back to it. I know we spoke about it a little bit. I've heard of. He stuttered over his words. That's strike one. And we're going to wrap it up with the top five of our favorite fast food chains. Completely 180. They're, these two categories are not nearly related. But I think we're going to wrap up with that because it's a little more lighthearted. And I have a feeling that Isaiah is going to get very mad at me during my uh, platform um, of what I will run on to be dictator of the world. Of, of, and by the world, I mean of all, I would say countries that are in the UN. I think the countries that aren't in the UN are probably too small to contribute or, or really help out in any way. And I don't think it would suit me to um, govern them. What the fuck did you just say? Like when I say ruler of the world, I'm talking about, like 
the any countries that are like uh with the un the united nations so like developed countries not like some random random tiny country in the middle of nowhere that i've never heard of or doesn't really do anything or affect the world in any way or the world yeah yeah yeah, for sure but i don't think um i will have any you know those are going to be like the also the easiest cop out of all time of course you're going to be the greatest dictator of the world if you just cross out countries that are shitty listen if you can't pull your weight you can't pull your weight yeah, but you're you're sitting here spouting out how you just fix everything, but you're really just fixing the time. But I do, but I do. No, my policies. Other people. My policies will affect the nations that are in the UN, and those policy, like the the UN nations, have to listen to me, and the policies that I put in will eventually help the entire world and those smaller countries itself. They are, as I would say, the. I guess they would mostly be third world countries, but they will benefit from our overall success. You know what I'm saying? No, but whatever, dude. Okay. So we're going to start. So main reason why a dictator of the world um, would be a good idea. One, no reelection bullshit, right? So like most places, you know, you reelect after so many years and it's never enough time to get anything done. So like, one guy does one thing, the next guy does like the exact opposite thing. The next person in charge like goes complete and nothing gets done in real matter of fashion. We waste a lot of fucking time. Um, other reason would be no reelections, um, no lobbying. You know what I mean? No like bullshit. Like I'm going to scratch my, your back. You scratch my back to get me like elected. You know what I mean? I'm not going to take your money and then put in policies that suit you later down the road when I get elected to help you, you help me. Oh, fuck that. That doesn't help anybody. You got me? Would you agree lobbying is bad? Yes. Okay, awesome. We're on the right track. Here we go. Okay. Um, okay, now, the reason I think, another reason I think the dictator of the world would work in, uh, like, uh, entire... Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm backtracking. Okay. Are you... Are you campaigning for you to be it? Because I didn't hear a lot of eyes in there. So that my beginning, the first part of my statement, first part of my argument is why I believe that one person ruling more, like pretty much everything would be better off for those three reasons I just stated. Okay. Right. The whole world can accomplish much more than these individual countries can. Four years or whatever term period, you know, other places do there. Who's in charge isn't long enough usually. And uh, we wouldn't have to worry about bullshit re-election campaigns that people lie and say the things that they want us, the other people want them to say. Right? Pretty sure that's how Kim Jong-un started, but let's go. Again, we talked about this before. My mom could be an asshole. Kim Jong-un, he's an asshole. And he doesn't care about anybody else but except his own country. We, we talked about this before, too. Um, it usually starts out like that, but... I'm going to renounce my... Unfortunately, I have to renounce my uh, allegiance to my home country of America. I will have to be for all the countries. I cannot have preference, right? So there's no special treatment. Anywhere. No, like I'm completely biased. Like I do not, you know what I mean? Like I don't have any preference or any, uh, what's it called? Um, Accountability to be special to any specific country, right? So, my main platform relies on a couple things. Replacing bullshit jobs 
with jobs that actually sustain our future. Cutting back on that was a bullshit job. Um, a consulting company that hire that consults on hiring other consultants. The logistics bullshit that so many people, at least in America and a lot of other places in the world, their jobs are like fabricated. They don't actually really help anybody. It's a cons- there's like the marketing and people literally are consultants to consultant companies to look for other consultants. It's just like, there's so much, do you agree with that? There's so much bullshit and so much like, I'm going to say, I don't agree with that because I've never heard of consulting companies hiring another consulting company. Do you want to know what you want to know what Reeve does? What does Reeve do? This is, I'm not shitting on Reeve in general. He's got a good job. He works hard. Um, my roommate Reeve, he works as the middleman. So consulting companies hire him. And then he goes and finds other expert consultant people to match up with the people that hired him to do, you know, so they can get some information on some stuff. Now that's his whole company. There's tons of other companies to do that as well. Right. And I think there's, we're wasting the whole point of like getting rid of all these not important jobs. We're wasting so much manpower and so much brain power of some smart people and some capable people doing bullshit. If all the people in the world, there's like, I don't know how many billions of people, like six or 7 billion people on the planet. If we just focused on doing important key things to sustain our future and not the logistic bullshit stuff like, like, well, I don't want to hear about what jobs you would cancel. I want to hear what jobs you deem important enough. Um, I would increase the amount of farms like for, to make food. That would be definitely increased, I believe. And in not only in the established parts of the world, this is where it comes into those third world countries. I would. You're not dealing with those. No, no. Like I said, I'm not going to, because they don't have, they, they have, to, it's very hard for them to sustain themselves. What I will put up for what you said was you wouldn't be bothered with them. You can't just all of a sudden make all these changes and then be like, no, no, I'm saying I wouldn't be bothered with them. Like, as in, I'm not going to force the, whatever companies or geopolitical things they have going on, let them do whatever they want. But I would want to support them in ways that building, making farms and putting uh, people in jobs for um, renewable energy services, right? To help produce energy and food for the entire world, not only the like the um, established parts of the world, but the unestablished parts of the world as well. So I would; those are the jobs I would be creating, putting people with brains and hands to doing something that's actually beneficial and not just like business to business to business to business. Nothing actually gets done. I might be stepping out of line here, but that kind of sounds like indentured servitude. People are getting paid. Yeah, so they're an indentured service. They can get another job they want to just in the same, like in jobs that don't involve consulting, consulting, consultants. Okay, but even even then, you're still getting paid for it. It's going to be like, how much will they be getting paid? Also, that's another thing is they're going to be, if you're going to do this, then that means you probably have to get what a whole new system of currency. That This is my last point, but I'll bring it up now since you actually did bring it up. Bitcoin would rule the world. It would be the number one. It would be the only currency. No, it's, and listen, you do a lot of research. I've done a little bit of research on it and they say this, it will be the main use of currency eventually in the world. It makes more sense than backing by gold and the dollar. Playing lacrosse is the fastest growing sport in America since 1968. So that's the truth. But anyway, so yeah, it'd be, I would say Bitcoin would be ruling the world here. 
Um, now, what, what would they get paid? That would have to determine on what, you know, areas that they live in. Again, the same as now, I suppose, or like what you produce, what your, if you say you worked on a, say you went to college to be an engineer and they put you in some solar farm, I don't know, down in Mexico somewhere, what that, you know, what you would produce there would then say what you would be able to get paid. Same thing for people that work on farms, what your farm produces um, would distinguish on what that type of uh, worker would get paid, right? Basically, they're going to allow monopolies then. This, I, I am the monopoly, yes. Well, no. I mean, monopolies would form because the more you produce, if that's how you're going to do it, the more one farm produces, let's say. Oh, no. I'm, I'm full going monopoly mode. Like everybody's going to be under one umbrella. There's not going to be individual companies trying to make their own money. We're all going to be working for very, very similar money. And I, I don't want to get too close to communism or socialism here. So that's not my goal. I'm hoping at one point we can get back to a more capitalistic society, right? Just right now, we're in such a dire need of a huge reset for the planet. My real goal is to make everybody, at least right now, a little bit more equal. And I'm not talking about just taking a ton of money from the billionaires and giving it to all the poor people. I'm talking about redistributing the job market, not just the wealth. That will never work. If you just give poor people some money and take it away from the rich people, it won't affect anything. You have to give people sustainable jobs where they can earn their own income and work from there. And I think this will also assist in not only creating jobs and a better workplace market, um, it would also save the planet a little bit. So I'm talking about taking the big jobs away from not only the bullshit business jobs that don't really do anything. I'm also thinking about taking away resources and not necessarily taking their money away, but take going to uh, companies that are horrible for the environment, oil, you know, uh, automobile manufacturers, just manufacturing in general, that's really, really bad for the environment. And I want to take some more resources away from them. Obviously that will still be needed, you know, to make cars, but it'll, things like that, but it'll be dialed back heavily. And yeah, they're going to, and everything has to be a little more eco-friendly. They already have regulations and stipulations now to make them, um, you know, obviously adhere to uh, environmental concerns, but I'm going to push that to the max. Yeah, they're going to lose their ass. I'm sorry, I don't really care. You know what I mean? This comes to the fact where at one point or another, we have to worry less about making as much money as you can and saving the planet, in my opinion. So like another uh, job market we would have would be cleaning up the oceans, right? If you lose your ass in the oil business because they cut down a lot and couldn't hire anybody, you would be now put into... Uh, you ever heard of that four ocean? Yes. Uh, so it'd be a, com a company like that or a, a conglomerate such as that where their, their job is to clean up the ocean of all the garbage and shit and to make a little extra cash or thought because what they do, they sell bracelets with the stuff they find. I would also repurpose a lot of the stuff we find in the ocean. Would you implement uniforms? Uniforms for... You know, that should be talked about. I think the uniforms would differ in type part of the world you're in, obviously, in the type of marketplace that you're in. Obviously, the farmers in Mexico would wear different than the people that work on solar farms in Arizona would wear different shit than the, uh, I don't know, farmers over in Europe somewhere. Well, I'm not going to lie to you, Cyrus. On the business side, that seems like all swell and dandy. I could get behind that. but. The one, the main reason I don't think you could be the dictator of the world is because 
I don't think you have the social reform plan. For, the social reform plan. Because for that to work, you would need to, if you're going to have people working in different classes, different societies, you're probably going to have tension within social classes. Even if you're, if you work for the farmlands or something like that, and like, maybe you're like, well, I'm the most important, so I should get this kind of attention before the hospitals or something like that do. And then you still have to think about if you just stepped into it, you still have to deal with racism. You have to deal with conflicts that are still going on around the world. Like, I don't think you have any plan to stop that right now. I would all, well, okay. I see what you're saying. I believe what you're saying is the problems that we have today. You can't just assume power and then say, everybody stop fighting and love each other. Cause we're going to get this done and we're going to have a better planet. Cause everybody's going to look up at you and say, Fuck you, dude. I don't even know who the fuck you are. I see you're saying the problems of, you know, today will definitely carry over to, you know, tomorrow in our future. But you assume power, all that stuff's going to disappear. I don't believe it'll disappear. I'm hoping that using a system where you get what you earn will you know, make people less think, think that their own problems are predetermined and decided by the system rather than their problems are from what they actually do in their actions. You know what I'm saying? So like, say you have a, I don't know. I, I, get, what I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But what I also think you fail to realize are that for the most part, if you take all those powerful figures out of their positions, they're going to find a way to work the system that you have in place too. Like, I'm not, for what you're saying you want to get done, you would you would have to assume everybody that you put into power isn't going to become corrupt with power. And I don't think you have anything to forecast that. I believe I would use my better judgment of the fact that the reason a lot of people are in power that shouldn't be in power is because they, they use the help from people that are shitty. That and, well, they're shitty people themselves. Well, exactly. I would put into like action people that I believe, and again, there may be, I may make some mistakes and have to pull it, pull some people and reimplement some people in different jobs. But what I'm saying is I would do my very best not to let people go into positions where they would try to take advantage or, you know, take money or bribes or shit like that. Or like again, lobbying from people with a ton of money to make sure that they, you know, do things their way because at the end of the day, I'm the one that makes the final say and I'll be able to sniff out those rats. And like what you were saying with um, like the social issues, right? So say you work for a company and you work for one of our um, shoe companies in China that make shoes out of recycled plastic. And I work for, I don't know, a company in Canada that makes boots, whatever, right? So say you guys are way, way more efficient over there. You guys are making a lot more shoes and per hour you're making a lot more money in sense me over in Canada is like well that's bullshit they shouldn't be making that much money well then I should be like well wait a minute if we worked harder we'd make more money we would do more we'd produce more we'd be able to you know receive more and again this it's getting close to communism I really don't want it to be that but I just think that in a and I don't want to call it a free marketplace because that's technically what we have now and it's capitalistic but I don't know, like capitalism, I want to get to that. But I just think that if people, we all worked as one, my real sense is, again, there's a lot of shit that goes into it. It's going to be very complicated. But if we all worked 
as one idea and one human race instead of these little different countries, we would be so much like stronger as a planet and we'd definitely survive a lot longer. We'd be so many years in the, probably a thousand years in the future. Well, yeah, I've watched a bunch of movies that prove that. But like, that's why they're in the movies and not implemented in real life. Well, I'm hoping that can be, you know, something that we could get towards, or at least obviously this isn't realistic, but it should be because I believe that if we all weren't so obsessed with getting to some, to a point first, we'd probably already be halfway across the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, bro. And that's when I'm in power, when you, not vote, but when you support me, when I'm in power, we will be there, bro. We're going to be across the galaxy. I don't know. Because we're going to use all our manpower and all our brain power and everything that we have is one, seven billion fucking people. And the fact that all we do is argue between each other, that's the main point too, is I'm just going to want everybody to, you know, unite as one and hopefully come together and actually be able to do something rather than fighting back and forth, back and forth over the same fucking green dollars. I just think you are putting way too much faith in humanity. Well... That's why I'm putting a lot of faith on myself because I believe I can bring them all together. Do you think I'm an inspirational person? You want Be honest. To. Be honest. Do you think I can inspire? Inspire? Yeah. Do you, think I, do you think I can get people to work together against maybe their other personal agendas? So I truly believe I can. I'm not trying to be rude or put you down in, put you down in any sense of the way, but... I don't think you have that type of charisma to get people to drop their beliefs and be like, yeah, I'll ride with this guy. You don't have a, you don't have a Jon Snow edge to you. Well, I would disagree with that. You know, I think I'm very Jon Snow-esque. Like, of course you would. You're a narcissist, but. That always helps. Narcissists make great leaders. History will tell. And ladies and gentlemen. You're dictator of the world. How we do it? I rest my case. <laughs> he literally just said, <laughs> great leaders, dude. That's why people not do well now, do narcissists. Do people like me? Yes, but people like or, you, you said it yourself. That's true. Again, hey, listen, and I'm not hey, backing. I answered your question, so don't come barking at me, bro. I'm not barking at you. I'm just, you say, I'm not backing Hitler in any way. I'm just saying history says he was one of the greatest leaders. Ever. And I said that last couple weeks ago. I'm just saying that, you know, again, me, great leader, people like me, I believe I'm inspirational. I believe I'm Jon Snow esque. Um, um, even though I don't, I'm not as grudgy, um, I believe that I am also an excellent person and with a kind heart and good morals. Hitler also was giving his soldiers fucking methamphetamine. Or some sort of drug that just made them crap out of their mind. They didn't even know what the fuck they were doing half the time. Well, that would not happen in my my world. I'm like, it's not a bad thing. I do think you are a likable guy. I do think you do make friends easily, but I don't think you have the charisma or the resolve to get oil tycoons, tech ty- tycoons, all these different leaders of the free world to just say. Yo, bro, you're fucking right, man. You came in. are not always going to agree. They're going to be forced to agree. And that's the part where the dictator comes in. It kind of sucks. But what yeah. I say goes. And that's what we need, though. We need that. Unfortunately, we're going to have to take some of that free will out of here to save the fucking planet. If you're going to say that, and then it's just like, 
if it's that easy, then why hasn't it been done? That's all I have to say. Why do you think you will be the one to change it? I don't believe I would be the one to change it. I'm saying if, if somebody, somebody in, as of right now in power in the system we have in place, hold on. If somebody in power in the system we have in place suggested this idea that somebody does this, I do believe that I would be an excellent candidate. I couldn't just go to the UN and be like, this is the idea. I think somebody up there needs to decide, hey, maybe we should have one guy or girl handle, you know, be the rule of everything. Huh? Very woke. You included women. In Thank you. Could be a woman. It doesn't, you know, I'm so, and I believe that I would be fit that role very well. I'd be a good candidate. I'm kind. I'm slightly educated. I'm pretty, you know, like you said, a likable person. I don't know. I think you are a likable person. I just don't think you have that Jon Snow edge to you. I don't. Adam, hold on. Do you think he has that Jon Snow edge to him? That thing that you can get people well, to set aside their differences. If, well, to, to say like Jon Snow, like that's very specific. Well, to, to I say was saying that Cyrus that is would... like Jon Snow, I don't agree because I think something that Cyrus brought up last episode, a lot of Jon Snow's appeal is his hardship and, exactly. and, and the traumas that he went through. Um, do, if only. But I, but I would say this, Cyrus, that I do find you to be very charismatic um, and I do find you to be... Um, Inspiring in a way that I, I definitely look upon you fondly um, when I think of you and how I, I have found inspiration in wanting to be like you at times. So I think that is something that can be that can be brought out. Thank you, Adam. You just you just earned your spot in the cabinet. Uh, <laughs> Isaiah is currently sitting as the rebel leader. But I, but I, to say you're Jon Snow-esque, like... I wouldn't I, say that. You're right. He, he wants to do some hard shit. Here's what I will say about that as well. Um, with, with the good, must also come bad. Um, with a leader that you are suggesting, first of all, I think you're wildly, as Isaiah said, you're underestimating how... You, you're not getting how humans are. And that's why things like communism or socialism don't work because yes, they're great. Like, like, yeah, everybody's equal. That's a great thought. Mm -hmm. That is not how humans work. That's, that's never how it will work. But the way that the only way that you can implement something like that is through fear. So unfortunately that is. I'm definitely, not, I'm definitely not scary. I can tell you that. That's the path you're leading down. If you are, because you said, you were like, that's where the dictator part comes in. You will have to set examples, be a feared leader for something like that to work if your end goal is the, the saving of the planet because there are too many people who- Who don't give a shit about Who, who are not good people. And, and even, even people that maybe they're not bad people, but they are people that, they're, maybe they're stubborn people, maybe they're headstrong people. Maybe they're people that just like things the way that they are. So that's a lot of what you're going to have to deal with. And I see a lot of, um, you know, having to rule by fear if that's the route you're going with. And also, if you have to do these things to rule by fear, it's going to change you as a person. Like, there's no doubt. Oh, I, 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 play, I think definitely I'm going to come out super different than I went in. Absolutely. Like, there's no way that because... Basically, at this point in time, 
for you to just take over as dictator or some or stage a queue, you'd probably have to murder a lot of people. Not murder them with your own hands directly, but you hey, have to still give that. That role in my cabinet is still wide open, buddy, if you want in there. I'm good. Um, <laughs> okay, back to the rebels you go. <laughs> but I also don't think you have the balls to do that. I mean, I know you can say it now. Like, dude, I could totally order a hit on somebody. <laughs> But, like, when it actually came down to it, I don't think you'd be able to say, yeah, fucking blow up this guy's house with the surrounding area. That may cause casualties. Or take a- I would really, I'd really, really try to avoid the violence tactic, for sure. That's mm-hmm. not the world I would like to be exactly. I think Jon Snow, and that's another thing that I was saying, I think Jon Snow would ultimately, in the end, if he had to do it, he would do it. And I don't think you could do that. I don't. I guess we'll have to find out, huh? Don't leave it up to chance. Like, oh, my God, dude. Like, you're not some mysterious tough guy that just waltzed in from Timbuktu. All right? Where is Timbuktu? I don't know. I just heard it one time. Yeah, I really no, like but it. I mean, like, is, is that a real place, you think? I think Timbuktu so. is, like, the generic place you say when it's, like, out of middle of nowhere. It's probably, like, in the middle of Cape yeah, yeah, but, is, but is it actually a place? I think it's an actual place. No, Timbuktu is for sure a place. If it's it's you know what Timbuktu will be my capital. <laughs> there we go. So I he, mean, he's literally waltzing out, <laughs> waltzing in from Timbuktu. I I just don't think you <laughs> gave him inspiration. I say it's in Cali. It's in California. Really wild. It's in Yuba County. It, it's a very it's a very large state. So yeah, I don't. I don't whenever know. I think of California, you think of like San Francisco. But okay, so to. So to wrap it up, I do see what you guys – now, this is my – again, this is like my first debate that I'll have to go on as dictator. Again, it won't matter because I'm the dictator and it really – nobody's going to take me down. But anyway, I will hear your complaints. So I do understand what you're saying. I may not have the X factor that, you know, a, a true dictator will need, the, the tough job that somebody's got to do. I may not have that. I'm hoping to be able to get it by, finding somebody to do that for me, be my hammer in my tool belt that will do those things and I'll be able to be okay with it. But I think the overall positive vibe of my dictatorship of, I think of cleaning up the environment, creating more jobs, taking, you know, putting more resources to sustain our future and putting more resources into our people. I think that'll get a lot of people on my board, on board with me. I I did say that would get asses in the seat. Like, don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is my major complaint is, I don't think you have that edge to you. You are likable. I guess I will say that you are somewhat inspiring, but I don't think you have that edge. I just don't. You've if I get Kit, if I get Kit Harrington to sit on my cabinet as enforcer, how do I do then? I mean, Kit Harrington's five two, so <laughs> you're probably gonna get clapped. I mean, bro, he still he still won the Battle of the Bastards. Like, did he get clapped? Maybe if you had, like, you could have said any UFC fighter, and I probably would have been like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but you literally went with an actor. That's fine, too. All right. First of all, there will be absolutely zero Jon Snow disrespect on my Jon Snow disrespect is Kid Harrington disrespect. There's a huge difference in that. You're first. I'm letting Kit know you're first. <laughs> Just saying. But anyway, that is the end of my – Plat- my what I, my what I will run on is platform dictator. Why I believe a dictatorship will do right for this world, and why I believe it should be me. Thank you, and scene.
and, the, and that's that's the end of the first debate. Okay, next we're gonna talk about the top five <laughs> chain restaurants. Now, is it fast food restaurants or is it sit down places? No, sit down specifically. Fast food, a whole different argument. Okay, because I was confused because you said at the beginning of the pod fast food. So I oh, that. sorry. I meant I meant sit down chain restaurants. Well, I was only confused. Okay, I made a point of being like not fast food places. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. So I'm going to start number five, going down to my best at one. Number five is IHOP. Can't go wrong with a classic diner breakfast IHOP. Nothing. It's, it's the best. All right. Number four, TGI Fridays. Okay. The appetizer's there to die for. All right. Do you, do you like TGI Fridays or IHOP? I'd like to hear your info. It's all right. I don't know. Yes, they're great. They're great. Pay. Oof. Ugh. I'm bombing up here. You're showing any of my restaurants. Um, number three is Outback Steakhouse. Down under gas, right? It's gas. Okay. I said it was a good one. Stop looking at me for approval, dude. All right, dude. I'm sorry. Dude, I like to know you I care. The list here. I like you know you care. Um, <laughs> Shit, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Just, bro, just toss me a bone. Oh, that place is awesome. Oh, I love their fries. I don't know, dude. Like, come on. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I said, that's a good place. I said, Outback Steakhouse. Oh, that's a good one. I gave no, you it. said, oh, that's a good one. You didn't give a fuck. I gave it to you, dude. You don't give a fuck about me. Oh, my God, <laughs> oh, my God dude. Oh, my God. I know, Next. I know we said end scene, but look look at how far we just spiraled. Look how quick Next. we spiraled. Number two, <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings. Oh, fuck. Ooh, now, that's those. a banging spot, Sire. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was fucking looking for. Fuck you, dude. Give me some fucking excitement on the fucking <laughs> chat. What's going on? And it was really fucking good. So fucking expensive, though. Wait, what was it? V-Dub. It's expensive. It, yeah, oh, it racks up. It yeah. fucking racks up. Ten, ten wings, probably like $14 or some shit. It was, it was like, oh. No, it's ridiculous. Anyway. Continue. Number one, I'm going to tell you right now, Cyrus, before you say it, if you come with some Fucking dumb shit at number one. I'm going it won't be no dumb shit. This is a classic. Okay. You're going to say something dumb. I know it. No, I'm not. Southwest Arby's. Chili's, baby. That ain't no, that's not dumb shit. You can't say it is. Nobody can be mad about saying your best uh, chain restaurant is Chili's. Nobody's going to be fucking mad at you. You can't say you're mad at me. I'm not mad at you, but I thought you were going to say like the fucking Erie or something. No, it's not chain or anything like that. It's not a chain, dude. Oh, we were looking for exclusive chains. Okay. My, my um, you know, I looked it up too. Chili's, you know, it's like something bar and grill. Yeah. Chili's is Chili's grill and bar. How fucking uncomfortable is that? I mean, that's your number one restaurant. Probably. <clears throat> I know. I thought about making it too, but, but like, you can't, bro. That cookie skillet at Chili's, I would like, I'd probably kill your firstborn for that. Not your firstborn. Okay. No, no, Isaiah's firstborn child I would kill for. Oh, I knew exactly what he fucking meant. Um, I, I don't have any problems with that list. You said I was going to get super angry, so I was just waiting for it. You usually do. You usually come out with some bullshit on some very normal. These are lukewarm takes. You say some. You usually say some bullshit, dude. That's not my fault. That's your fault. I was going to throw in there, like, randomly, like, Sizzler. And get you all mad because you know I've, ne- I've probably never been to a Sizzler. Sizzler, too. And I don't I didn't even know. 
I didn't even know Sizzlers were a thing. I thought that was just like we don't have them. I just thought it was like like one day, like on Applebee or Chili's fucking thing. Get the Sizzler patter and like the fucking plate comes out hot and it's like that's not how that's not how that's not how Sizzlers could have gone with I don't know. Okay, I was on the spot, dude. All right, like a bee's like around it. I'm not a fucking geologist or whatever. Okay, sorry. Oh, look at that guy's Sizzler plate. <laughs> oh, not the bees! I'm not a fucking onomatopoeiatologist, all right, dude? <laughs> fucking heck, dude. I'm not sitting here making the fucking soundtrack for Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. So, fucking lay off. Everybody's attacking me tonight, dude. Now I feel back into a corner, bro. <laughs> dude, you're so part of the rebellion. Holy shit. Ugh. Just punch with my laptop. All right. All right, let me hear your five, because I, I better hear some good ones, too. Some ones way out of the box. All right. Well, this isn't necessarily necessarily in order um but here let me try to let me try that's to fine um i think i'd have to go with at number five huh not number five i'm just gonna go number one texas okay. Road, dude texas that, that place man it's good it's just like where did you come up with the idea to put cinnamon and butter and sell it like that? Somewhere in Texas. It's crazy, man. It's good. You have an IQ of 8 million. I almost, I almost threw Red Lobster in just because of the bread. Like the bread makes a restaurant. Into a Red Lobster. You've never been to a Red Lobster? No. There's one in Middletown. We should go. We tried to go one time, and then like everybody from Florida was in Middletown for some reason, and it pissed me off. You know I'm <laughs> No end, so. We, we, like, left, like, as soon as we sat down. Yeah, I think we went to fucking Chipotle or something. Wait, why? Why? Uh, like, we we went to Red Lobster, and then they were like, yeah, it's going to be, like, a two-hour wait, and it was already, oh. like, 7 o'clock, and I was just there, and he was just like, yeah, people, people from Florida are here or some shit. They're doing, <laughs> like, a, they're driving across the country or some shit. We're just like, what the fuck are we supposed to do, dude? And they stopped at a Red fucking Lobster? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Classy for that. Number two. I'm just going to say diners in general. Oh, that's bullshit. I would have said that. But that's not a chain. That's not a chain. All right, I'll give you an option. Uh, IHOP or Denny's. Or Waffle House. Waffle. Or, yep, or Waffle House. Waffle House. Never oh, really? Yeah. Not a big Waffle House guy. I like Waffle House. It's these. It's oh. a little, it's a little, um, how you say, um, like, uh, what's it called? A, a, it gives Bender vibes. Like, you go to Waffle House when you're on a Bender. You go to IHOP with your grandmother. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Can't right? And then Denny's is, like, just with your friends not hungover or drunk. I'm blanking on the on sit-down places that are, like, chains, dude. There's not a lot of them anymore. I will say one that died, Cheeseburger in Paradise. Oh! We used to have one. So we're going to go with that at number three. Okay. Um, number four. I don't know. Start naming out some sit-down places. Adam, help them out. Okay, well... Oh, maybe, those last two. Maybe, maybe, this will, maybe this will help you out. I'll give you my five. Okay. Number number five is Applebee's. 
Right. All right, that's classic. That's the normal standard my, to my Southwest Applebee's is Chili's. Number number four is um, number four is TGI Fridays. Number nice, three is nice. Tuesdays. Ooh, oh fuck me, bro. Yeah, never mind. You're right. Damn. Number two is um, number two is Texas Roadhouse. Okay. Number one, number one is going to be Cheeseburger in Paradise for me. Yeah. Wow, really? No shit. Isaiah just randomly came up with your number one, too. That's interesting. That's, that is absolutely – and you know what was funny is I even had that in my brain before Isaiah said it, so I was very happy that he – Wait, um, where did you guys – where would you guys take me in Penn State? Was it Texas Roadhouse? Yeah. Texas Roadhouse. That place, when you're hungover, absolutely slaps. You're right. It slaps. The greatest place to Yeah, it, it, it would have been my number one if – like, Cheeseburger in Paradise exists. It's yeah. just dead now. My my favorite way to wrap up like a, a hungover Sunday or maybe a little drunk Sunday would be go to Chili's. You look like you were in pain when you said that, so I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to Chili's not in pain. <laughs> He's like reliving the pain. Like it's where you go and you're kind of hungover, maybe also drunk yeah. from Sunday, and you go there for a couple margaritas. And you're then you go home, feel super fat and super tired, and you have to get up and like – at this point, we're in school, so like go to class in the morning. Did you ever throw up, like, in a Chili's bathroom? Oh, bro, you don't want to – that'd be a whole other segment where we talk about the restaurants that I've thrown up in. <laughs> I, I'd really, I'd really love that. As a it's bad. We witnessed this guy go out to his car, open <laughs> both saying. his car doors, <laughs> and puke in the middle of a Taco Bell parking lot. You That's on par for Taco Bell. It. You can't sit here and tell me that doesn't happen at least once a week there. I mean, <laughs> not at the ferocity at which you <laughs> – I literally, I remember I got halfway through my Crunchwrap Supreme and said, okay, it's time. Went outside. You're right. I opened both car doors to hide, sat leaning out my front seat and just let it rip. Yeah, I, but I also do think you have a toxic relationship with Chili, so. <laughs> if you're it's not good. When you're in pain, it's like, the, like, that's not healthy. It's like the girl that, like, is constantly just giving you red flag after red flag and you're just But like, you can't stay away. I love her. Yeah, but You love her. What you, it's, it's. You know me. I like the toxicity. I like the pain. Existence is pain. <laughs> Existence is pain. I've been there, bro. I will say, to throw you a bone, Cyrus, I did absolutely just fucking destroy uh, our Taco Bell bathroom. I didn't, I, like, I didn't even make it out to the car. Like, I, I went into the bathroom and just absolutely heaved my lungs out. Um, one, one of those Joey Russo nights <laughs> like that we were up at Swalebrook. Dude, like, there's no sh – I hate when people get all uncomfortable about puking, like, in the parking lot or in the bathroom restaurant, bro. Like, let it go. Like, let it rip. Let it rip, tater chip. You'll feel better. That or you'll be ordering and, like, throw up in their face. And it's just, like, I think they would rather you just do it somewhere. Bro, I've been to three – I've been to three all-you-can-eat sushi places. I've puked in all of them. <laughs> That's you can't bad. not puke in an all-you-can-eat sushi place. They ask you to puke. They're pretty much saying drink as much beer and sake as you want and eat as much sushi as you want. How do they expect me not to go in the bathroom and fucking blow my fucking brains out? You a big sushi guy? I'm a big all-you-can-eat sushi guy. <laughs> if it's, if it's all-you-can-eat, then you're good. Only all-you-can-eat and drink. Those places are like top-tier restaurants. All-you-can-eat and drink sushi places, they just continually bring you over pitchers of beer and pitchers of sake and just as much food as you want. We should find one around here when things open up. I don't think I've ever thrown up in a train restaurant. Damn, really? 
You're not living, bro. I think I always you know, usually do my puking right before we go in. Mm-hmm. Probably wise. The yeah. better thing to do. So you can actually enjoy. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, your hindsight's probably zero, not twenty, because you still go and <laughs> just still does restaurants. You just never learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're you're like the definition of insanity. Just like yeah. <laughs> no, you know what it is? I don't gain any perspective. Like one of my worst hangovers ever was puking in a restaurant parking lot. And guess what? I did it again after that. Very Didn't true. learn. It's okay. Anyway, that will do it for our episode this week. Thanks for listening, guys.